Hi there, welcome to Shiloh Tabernacle London. We're located in South East London in Woolwich Dockyard, Block 1, Unit 9, Dockyard Industrial Estate, Woolwich Church Street, SC18 5PQ. Join us for our Bible study every Friday from 7.30 to 9pm and you can't miss our Sunday services packed with prayer, vibrant worship and a powerful word. First service is 9am to 10.30 followed by our family service from 10.30 to 12.30. And now for the best part, let's get into the word. Amen. Thank you, Ab. Uh, thank you, Papa Ruben and uh, Mama Joy. We, we want to honor God for your lives and uh, for the great work that God is uh, helping you to do in this great nation and also in the nations of the world. I'm so humbled and so thankful to be uh, uh, ministering to the saints this morning and especially as we start a new week and I believe the Lord uh, is going to do a great work and to set the pace also for the new week. I am Henry Mukisa uh, from Cornerstone. Uh, I pastor Cornerstone Community Church in Entebbe and uh, the Lord has also helped us to uh, plant some other five churches across the country uh, by the grace of God. And also, you know, we have others you cover, but we have at least been able to plant in the in the last 10 years, uh, plant some five other churches under our church in Entebbe. And uh, we are also running a school to provide, uh, to help provide education uh, to the less privileged and uh, also to other children. And the school is also in Entebbe called Divine Royals Junior School. I am married to Jackie and uh, the Lord has blessed us with two uh, wonderful children. Alpha just turned nine. They celebrated it. Uh, they celebrated the birthday uh, uh, yesterday actually. And also Esther, uh, she's seven. So God has helped us. God is so good and so wonderful. I'm so thankful. Uh, for uh, Pastor Ruben and uh, uh, and Pastor Joy, uh, I heard about them actually from uh, uh, a dear pastor friend with whom we have walked uh, for so many years, and he told me about uh, he told me a lot about you. So I'm so thankful that finally I'm able to uh, meet you and even to uh, uh, to do ministry with you. What uh, a great opportunity. I'm so humbled this morning, and I want to thank everyone who has uh, woken up early to join the morning prayer session. I believe God is doing a great work. One man said, if we can kneel before God, then all other things can kneel before us. So if we can begin with God, uh, uh, in a, I mean, for such a new week, then we are setting the pace to make sure that all other things are going to be impacted, are going to be affected. I want to, having said that, I want to also to share what the Lord has put on my heart, and then we will definitely create time to pray uh, towards the close, and then I will hand over uh, to Pastor Lubin again to wind up. So I want to speak about a subject I've titled, Destined to Prevail, Destined to Prevail. And this morning, I feel the Lord is um, stirring up my heart to share with every one of us that God has destined us 
to prevail. God has already granted victory to us. And I believe what God is doing this morning and through uh, this prayer altar is for God to awaken our spiritual understanding, to awaken us to the realization that we are destined to prevail. We are destined to overcome. We are not actually overcomers, but the Bible says we are more than overcomers. We are more than conquerors. That means every battle that comes my way, God has already empowered me through his word. He has already provided an avenue that I can stand and hold on to that which God has provided in his word to attain the victory he has desired for me. And this is my encouragement to somebody this morning as we start a new week. God is tiring us your life. God is empowering you to understand that every mountain before you is leveled in the name of Jesus. Every mountain, every frustration of the enemy, whatever the enemy has thrown at us, you are empowered to overcome. You are not just destined for a little bit of victory. You are destined for great victory. Why? Because God wants to use us as a wonder to the world. God wants to, to reveal his manifold wisdom, his great work. And you know what? We are instruments of display of God's work. We are instruments of display of the wonders of God, of the grace of God. And this morning, I feel somebody is being empowered in the name of Jesus. Let us go to the book of Exodus. And I'm reading from chapter two, Exodus chapter two. I'm speaking about destined to prevail. Uh, Exodus chapter 2, and I'll read the first 10 verses uh, in the interest of time. So chapter 2 from verses 1, the Bible says, And the man of the house of Levi went and took his wife, a daughter of Levi. So the woman conceived and bore his son. And when she saw that he was a beautiful child, she hid him for three months. But when she could no longer hide him, she took an ark of borishes for him, uh, dabbed it with asphalt and peach, put the child in it and laid it in the reeds by the river's bank. And his sister stood afar off to know what would be done to him. Then the daughter of Pharaoh came down to wash herself at the river and her maidens walked along the river's side. And when she saw the ark among the reeds, she sent her maid to get it. And when she had opened it, she saw the child, and behold, the baby wept. So she had compassion on him and said, this is one of the Hebrews' children. Then his sister said to Pharaoh's daughter, shall I go and call a nurse for you, uh, a nurse for you from the Hebrew women, that she may nurse the child for you? And Pharaoh's daughter said to her, go. So the maiden went and called the child's mother. Then Pharaoh's daughter said to her, take this child away and nurse him for me, and I'll give you your wages. So the woman took the child and nursed him. And the child grew, and she brought him to Pharaoh's daughter, and he became her son. So she called his name Moses, saying, because I drew him out of the water. Then let us rush to Hebrews 11. Hebrews 11, I want to 
to read the scriptures at once, and then we share Hebrews 11, then I will read verses 23. Hebrews 11, uh, verses 23, in the name of Jesus. If somebody can push the scriptures in the chat, that would be great, uh, so that just in case somebody has not uh, caught the scripture, so can follow. Hebrews 11, 23, by faith, Moses, when he was born, was hidden three months by his parents because they saw he was a beautiful child and they were not afraid of the king's command. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We bless the name of the Lord. Amen. Amen. Thank you, uh, Pastor Ruben. Amen. We bless the name of the Lord this morning. I'm speaking about destined to prevail. Friends, uh, we are looking at a case study of Moses who was born. When you read chapter one, we, we understand the, the, the environment, the climate uh, when Moses was born. Moses was born at a time when a death sentence had been implemented, had been uh, 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 when a death uh, trap had been orchestrated by the enemy and uh, Pharaoh as a political leader, uh, as you know, somebody who had the authority in the land, he had even instructed the midwives that every child that is born, if he is a male, every child who is of the Jews, if he is born, he should be killed. And uh, and the girls should be let go. So it was a deliberate uh, genocide that had been planned. It was a deliberate plan that the enemy had uh, had orchestrated to kill, to destroy. And uh, so Moses is born under such an environment. He is born with already a death sentence on his face. And just like many other children, he was going to die. He was meant to die. He was meant to perish in that situation. There was not hope. Uh, there was no hope for him. And the Bible tells us that when he was born, something happened. When he was born, something happened. The parents looked at this young boy and they said, there is something unique we see upon his life. This boy is not going to die. This boy, we are not giving him up. We are surrendering him. So the Bible teaches us in, in Hebrews, the Bible gives us the faith aspect because the Bible helps us to understand that Moses' parents made a deliberate decision. They actually defied the command of Pharaoh. They defied the command of such a, a great leader because they contended for something. They wanted to see something. They wanted to see Moses' life change for the better. They wanted to see Moses' destiny become a reality. As we speak about destined to prevail, friends, this was Moses as a young child born with a death sentence, born, and he's not supposed to live. He's supposed to die. But we serve a God of 
possibilities. We serve a God who turns around things. And though he was born in such an environment and he was supposed to die, but the parents looked at him and they made a decision that he is not going to be given up, that he is not going to die, that he is not going to die in the name of Jesus. On this altar, I cancel every spell of premature death, every spell of premature death. We cancel that, we nullify that, we contend for life. And I want to prophetically speak, if there is anybody with a death sentence, if there is anybody Jesus. with a death sentence, we cancel that in the name of Jesus. Jesus. It can be a cancer, it can be tumor, it can be depression, it can be anything in the name of Jesus. This is a prayer altar where we are engaging with God. We are speaking about the God who defies orders. We are speaking about a God who defies and turns around things. This was this was not a mere order. This was this was something that had to be implemented. Because this is a national leader. This is a man who has power to implement whatever orders have been given. But when Moses' parents looked at him, they said, he is not dying. He is not dying. This morning, we speak to somebody. I speak to somebody that you are not going to die. You are going to prevail. You get out of, you get a good report. You get a better report. In the name of Jesus, we are here to contend for life. We are here to contend for life. We are here to contend for breakthrough. We are here to contend for great miracles. We are here to contend for something greater than we are. We have seen God move. We have seen God turn around life. We have seen God raise. We have seen God turn around situations we cannot even imagine. That's why I'm encouraging somebody to rise up, to step up. I'm, I'm encouraging somebody, you know, to focus on this great God, we've, on this great God we serve, not on just the situation, not on just, you know, what is what is pressing you, but to focus on God. You are destined to prevail. You are going to overcome. You are going to thrive. You are going to overcome. You are not going down. You are not sitting with him. Moses, Moses, listen to these friends. I believe many children died. Many children died under that sentence. But Moses was destined to prevail. He was destined to defy the orders. He was destined to, to, to live. He was destined to be preserved. You are being preserved in the name of Jesus. You will not go down with them. Sickness will not take you before your time. Sickness will not take you before your time. Number one, every death sentence, every scare you have received from the enemy, we cancel that in the name of Jesus and we speak life. Receive that in Jesus' precious name. And, 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 you know, as we continue, so number one, uh, the enemy wanted to terminate his life, but not just his life, but also wanted to terminate the purposes of God. 
That's why, friends, we should be aware of the spiritual uh, things. We should be aware. We should be spiritually inclined. You know, sometimes we, we are not aware that there is so much going on into the spiritual world. There is so much. The enemy, sometimes the enemy goes ahead of us especially when we are blinded spiritually and we are not aware of what the enemy is doing. You know, the enemy is actively working behind the curtain. The enemy was actively working behind the curtains during the time of Moses, you know, and was not just killing babies, but he was killing purpose. He was killing destiny. He was yeah. killing purpose. He was killing destiny. We want to contend with that destiny killer, every destiny killer, everything that contends with our destiny, everything that contends with the destiny of our children. You know, I tell you, friends, there are people who have come to this country, not just but people who have moved from Africa and have come to these great countries and they have a great destiny. They have a great destiny. That's why I encourage you this morning. It is not about making money. It is not about building good houses. It's not about, you know, driving fancy cars. It's not about how having the life, what we call life in quotes, you know, you know, having, you know, having our bank account fattened and, 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 and other things. But I want to bring to your attention this morning that, you know, there is a purpose, there is a purpose. And many times while the enemy is fighting, he's not even just fighting you as an individual, but he's mm. fighting the purpose of sure. God upon mm. He knows what you are meant to do. He knows what you are created to do. He knows mm. that you stand in the pathway of God. When you stand to be who God wants you to be, you know, you are a nation shaker. You are a mm. community. You are a life transformer. You mm. carry the deposit of the divine presence. You are a mm. family transformer you are mm. a, you know point of contact in your family who is supposed mm. to bring transformation who is supposed to to reveal that god is real because all people read in the bible they only read the ink but, mm. but god wants to transform <laughs> into reality god wants to transform into reality he wants people to look at us mm. and to believe that whatever we read in the Bible has now been materialized, has now been, you know, acted out through our lives. Jesus. So this morning, I'm encouraging you, friends, you know, don't even think that the enemy is just attacking. The enemy is attacking the purpose. The enemy is attacking destiny. That's mm -hmm. why on altar we are contending for destiny we are contending for the destiny of our children we are content our children are not going to sink with with other children our children are not going to behave like other children there is a when Joshua said, I and my family we shall serve the Lord he was not talking about himself I mean, himself alone is speaking about his entire family, his entire genealogy, his entire generation. So there is something to contend for. But the good news is we are destined to prevail. We are mm. destined to prevail in the name of Jesus. Every destiny killer 
Every, you know, there are people, I mean, God gave us the opportunity and you, we came here. But, you know, and the enemy tried to blindfold us, with, tries to blindfold us with many things, you know, here and there and bringing all these worries. And it's like, you know, we have to leave to the system. But friends, yes, there is a, a Yuka system, but there is also a divine system. There is a kingdom system. We are not only bound by the system of the world. We are also bound by the kingdom system. And I want to encourage you this morning. You are destined to prevail. You are mm. destined to prevail. That destiny shall come to pass. The purpose of God shall come to pass. In the name of Jesus, some of you think, oh, I think it is too long. I think I've been here from the time, you know, I used to do this when I was in Africa. I used to do this. I used to pray. I used to fast. I used to do this. I used to, you know, my passion for God was, was so awesome. But I, I feel I feel, you know, I'm just a nominal person. I'm just a common person. But I want to declare to you that the purposes of God will not die. The purpose of God upon your life will be restored in the name of Jesus. You shall fulfill destiny. You shall fulfill that which God has commanded, has ordained for you in the name of Jesus. No destiny kira shall prevail over your life over your family in Jesus' precious name. So Amen. Moses is born under such a circumstance with many things fighting against him, with many things coming against him, coming against his destiny. But I, I am so encouraged that we serve a God of all possibilities, a God who mm. at times when we can't. This was a young baby. And the Bible says they hid him for three months. Only mm. months, and they could not do it anymore. There is somebody who is saying, I have done this, but only for three months. I have done this only for a short while. I have done this only for, I've prayed, but only for a while. I've, I've given only for a while, but I feel like I can't do it anymore. I can't do it anymore. I can't push anymore. I'm speaking to somebody who feels like, okay, this is the far I can run, but I feel I don't have strength to do anymore i don't think i have the capacity to do anymore i don't think because they didn't have the the capacity to hide him anymore any longer they could not but friends even at a time when you think you can't do you can't push you can't do it any longer the God is providing an alternative. God is providing a strategy. God is providing a solution. There is somebody, I believe, on this prayer network, on this prayer altar, who is saying, no, but, uh, you know, you are on the brink of giving up. You are on the brink of, of, of diminishing, of going down, because you feel you have done what you're supposed to do and things are not working out. You feel like ah, I had the passion, I had the grace, I had the faith. I thought things are going to turn out. I thought, you know, I'm going to have a testimony by this time and you have not had the testimony. But I feel the Lord is speaking to somebody. I feel the Lord is speaking to you. And hey, don't give up because the God who provided the strategy is providing mm -hmm. 
strategy for somebody. He's providing a strategy for somebody. He's giving you wisdom on how that miracle is going to happen. He's giving you wisdom on how the breakthrough is going to materialize in the name of Jesus. That's why the Bible says when they could not hold him any longer. So God gave them the wisdom because this is something that has never happened. All other children were just dying. And you know, they said, even when we, we can't hold, we can't hide this boy any longer. They made a basket and put the basket, you know, put the child in the basket and put him on the river. And somebody kept watch. Miriam, Moses' sister, stood by the side to watch what was going to happen. My goodness, my goodness. That's why the Bible says, friends, watch and pray. You know, as God was leading them to uh, to do this, I believe it was an act of faith. And I believe the spirit of God was working so great, so serious in these people's lives to be directed on what to do. I'm speaking to somebody this morning and this week and in this season, you are receiving divine direction. You are receiving divine direction in mm -hmm. Jesus' mighty name. You know, God knows how you are going to prevail. God knows how we are going to prevail. Sometimes we run out of ideas. Sometimes we run out of strategies. Sometimes we run out of plans, but God never runs out. Friends, God God never runs out. And I believe this morning, somebody is being stirred up. Somebody is being empowered to know that God still has a plan. God still has the strategy. God still has a plan for you, how you are going to reach there, how you're going to get there, how you're going to see that happen, how you're going to nurture your family, how you're going to stabilize your finances, how you're going to go into that mortgage, how you're going to go uh, you know, to the next level, to the next step in the name of Jesus. I believe the God who provided, who provided uh, a solution, who provided a strategy, is providing that strategy to somebody in the mm. name of Jesus. Friends, mm. sometimes think when we come to this country, you know, when we come to these uh, great countries, we think, oh, we just have to settle for less. We just have to do, you know, what uh, what else uh, what else others are doing. We just have to settle for less, and we classify ourselves right there. But I believe the God we serve is a God of infinite wisdom, and there are people who are being empowered to think beyond the, you know, to think outside the box, to think beyond the normal horizon. There are people who are being empowered not just to what it is okay to do what you're doing, but we can start businesses in this country. We can start companies in this country. I'm speaking about those who are anointed to do business, those who are called to influence all these mountains as God has ordained. I believe that there are people, even right now, you've had thoughts, you've had ideas, but the thing is, was, uh, I don't think this belongs to me. I don't think, you know, I'm supposed, I don't even have the capacity to do this. God will provide the strategy. God will provide the plan. God provides the plan. Hmm. And he said, you know what? Get the baby. Put the baby in that basket. It had, it had 
never happened. Put the pitch, do this and this. It had never happened. And listen, the God who supplies wisdom, the God who supplies strategy, then supplies divine connection. What a God we serve. You know, I was reading this scripture and I'm like, what brings this woman to go and bathe? This is a princess. She's a princess. You know, she's supposed to, to have showers at home. You know, if when, when you see, you know, maybe somebody like Kate, somebody like Megan, you know, coming, uh, going by the seaside to bathe, you will be surprised because, you know, that is a royal. She's a princess. She's a person, you know, but God, we serve a God of all mm. possibilities. And the Bible says, now the God came. And I believe she was feeling, she was feeling hot. She was, you know, uh, she was feeling hot, not just from the sun, but network. Network is poor. Oh God. Jesus, 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 Jesus. I think you will need to, to log in again, maybe. Precious blood of Jesus. Just pray wherever you are. Get into prayers. We sort this out. Jesus, Jesus. Jesus, Jesus. Mm. Oh yes, Lord, be exalted, Lord. Be exalted, Lord. We are destined to win your baka. Rokomusili can't live. Rain Jesus, rain, rain Jesus, rain Jesus. Rain our hearts like never before Jesus. Oh yes, Lord, yes, Lord, yes, Lord, yes, Lord. Father God, we be in control, Jehovah needs to be in control on this altar, be in control, oh God. Be in control, be in charge, oh God, be in charge, oh God. But, but God, God is good. God is good. Uh, and uh, we bless the name of, we are destined to prevail. I believe, you know, <laughs> the enemy is even fighting. He's fighting because he doesn't want us to prevail. But we are more than conquerors Amen. in his mighty name. So we are looking at, we are using the case study of the life of Moses for us to be encouraged today that we are destined to win. Number one, we said, Moses is born at a time when there is a death sentence. Nobody of his caliber, of his kind, is supposed to live. Nobody 
is supposed to live. And it was a death sentence. Friends, they are people who have received death sentences. Why? Because cancer has said, I am taking you. A tomb, I'm taking you. This disease, this sickness, this one, and all the things are happening. But by the grace of God, we are contending for life. We are contending for life in Jesus' mighty name. Number two, we said God is providing a strategy. Sometimes when God is working out things, we don't know how exactly it is going to turn out. You know, they could no longer hide him. They they did their part and they were about to give up and they were about to, you know, but God provided a solution. I believe this applies to us. God is supplying a strategy to someone because we are all praying for a breakthrough. We are all praying to see God manifest in our lives as never before. We are all praying. We are all pushing and pressing on for something. But I believe on this altar, on this altar, there shall be answers. There shall be strategies. There shall be plans. There shall be ways how we get to where God wants to do, where God wants to take us in the name of Jesus. And above all, I want to declare we are not going to sink with them as they put Moses in the basket. Probably maybe other kids had sunk in that same river. But the Bible says when the daughter came, he, she found the boy still floating. And that is significant to me as I read the Bible, as I, I study the word of God. I believe, friends, we are not going to sink with others. We are going to stay afloat. We are going to stay afloat in the name of Jesus. I want you to speak that to yourself. I am not sinking with them. My family is not, not sinking with them. My life is not going to sink. My life is not going to sink. My job is not sinking. My destiny My is not sinking. In the name of Jesus. The hand of God is upon our life. The hand of God is upon us. In Jesus' mighty name, the hand of God is I am not sinking. I am not sinking in the name of Jesus. Whatever God spoke about your life is not going to sink. Whatever God deposited in your life, it is not going to sink in Jesus' precious name. And friends, there is always a way there is always a way there Thank is always you. a way friends I, am, I marvel at the scripture i marvel at the plan of god and the bible says now the daughter's pharaoh came and you know she came to bathe she thought she had come to bathe but she was on a divine appointment she was mm-hmm. under a divine assignment friends in the name of jesus There are people that God is assigning to fulfill what he has deposited in our lives. That's why when God speaks to us, our role is to take him by his word. Our responsibility is to believe what he's speaking to us. Our responsibility is to believe and surrender to the word of God because Mm. he is bringing somebody to our rescue. He's bringing Mm. somebody under divine command. Under divine command. I remember Mm. when when Samuel 
prophet Samuel went to anoint David in first, I think first Kings chapter, first uh, uh, Samuel chapter 16. Mm-hmm. You know, when he went to anoint David, the Bible said, you know, all these other sons came and he said, no, 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 no. We will not sit until he comes. We will not sit until he comes. You know, that is so phenomenal. He didn't even want to sit he until he had accomplished what God had told him to do. Friends, even somebody who seemed to be neglected, somebody who seemed to be, you know, thought about last, this time, there was a divine command. There was a mm. divine command that mm. this should be anointed. This young man should be anointed. You know, mm. friends, I believe there was a divine command unto mm. this lady. Go down to the to the river. Go down to the river. There is somebody to rescue. Go down the river. There is a child to rescue. There is a destiny to rescue. This morning, in the name of Jesus, you know, God is commanding somebody to God is commanding somebody to bring rescue. God is commanding somebody to bring help. God is commanding somebody to bring what we need. Sometimes it is not even just money, but it is a solution. Sometimes it is just wisdom. Sometimes it's just backup. Sometimes it is just a recommendation. Sometimes it is just, you know, somebody to stand there and guide you and say, no, and recommend you for that job and confirm you for that appointment, you know, but God is raising up help from wherever he wants the help to come from. That is why our role is to look at him as the author and the finisher of our faith. There are things he knows and definitely we have not even imagined in the name of Jesus. Shall we believe God? Shall we believe God to receive that help this week and this season? On this prayer altar, there shall be a testimony. There shall be a testimony. There will be a testimony. There will be a man and a woman who will testify. I didn't know how this was going to turn around, but God raised up somebody. I didn't even know this person. I didn't even know this person, but God raised up a person. It can be an immigration issue, and God will raise up a person. It can be a business issue, and God will raise up a person. It can be a work issue, and God will raise up a person. It can be a family issue, and God will raise up a person in the name of Jesus. If God can command this woman, down the stream, go down to the river, go down and do something, go down and do something. I believe this morning as we press in, this morning I believe God is doing something. I believe God is commanding help in the name of Jesus. We want to believe God. I feel so excited in my spirit because there is a great anointing. There is a special anointing on this prayer altar. There is what mm. God wants to do. There is what God wants to accomplish. Friends, we don't serve a dead God. We serve the God who lives. We serve the God of all possibilities. Oh, I am. Pre- and sometimes, friends, let me tell you. Sometimes we think, oh, God is going to send an angel. Oh, maybe God is going to send this person I know. Some of these, mm-hmm. people, some of these people, even God uses, they may not even believe what you believe, but they are just under divine command. 
somebody says, I don't know why I'm doing this, but I feel I have to do this. I don't even think I should be doing this, but anyway, I don't know what to do. I feel like I don't have any other alternative. I feel I don't even have any other choice. I feel I have to take you on. I feel we have to take you on in this company. I feel we have to promote you. We don't normally promote people after two years. The normal, the normal range is five years. So for you to move from one level to another level, but I don't know. We just feel we have to do this. We just feel that there should be a promotion for your life. We just feel there should be a salary adjustment. We just feel because there is a divine command. There is a divine command. If God can command somebody to go bathe and go and rescue, I believe in the name of Jesus, God is commanding help. God is commanding help for you. God is commanding help for your children. God is commanding help for your family. God is commanding mm. help. There are people who wonder and think, you know, how can I, how can I even start dreaming of, of taking on a mortgage? I don't think I have enough. I don't think my credit, my, my, my credit is good enough to help me get you know, a house, to help me start buying a house, to help me start, you know, taking on that venture. No, I don't think I qualify for that. Friends, God is commanding help in the name of Jesus. God is commanding help. We are serving a God who is not limited in any way. We are not serving a God who is limited in capacity, who is limited in provision, who is limited in wisdom, who is limited in solutions, who is limited mm. in we serve a God who is all round in Jesus' mighty name. Uh, Mama Joy, you will help me to, or, or Pastor Lube, just when I have like, you know, seven minutes because I, I want to be on time. So when I have like seven minutes, you just uh, put seven in the chat and I'll just wrap up and pray, or oh, 10 minutes, actually 10 minutes so that we can pray in the name of Jesus. Mm-hmm. Lord, uh, do, do we, uh, how much time do we still have? Because I don't want to. 18 minutes, I think. 18, okay, so I can use eight and then I use 10 to pray. In the name of Jesus. So, friends, God is commanding help for somebody. God is commanding help to somebody. And then, then there is something uh, something great that I want to I also uh, noticed as I was doing the study in uh, in these verses. Okay. Um, okay. Then his sister said to Pharaoh's daughter, shall I go and call a nurse for you? from the Hebrew women that she may nurse the child. And Pharaoh's daughter said to her, go, and the maiden went and called the child's mother. You know, I, I want us, I don't know if when you read this, the Bible, I don't know if you, if you act out something like that, you know, but this is what amazes me. You know, uh, Moses is in the basket and the sister is right uh, somewhere on the side watching what is going to happen. So, and this is something I want us to catch uh, this morning before we pray. As we pray and as we trust God, as we are pressing in, I also want to encourage you that let us pray, but let us also watch. You know, let us pray, but let us also water what the Lord wants to do. So don't just pray and, you know, just fold your hands. No, pray. The Bible says pray and watch. 
They mm. were trusting God for a breakthrough. They were trusting God to save, you know, Moses' life. But most importantly, there was a clear, a clear worked out plan. And I believe all these people were being guided, were being guided by the, by the Spirit of God. So Miriam is just watching from the side. So even from today, as we are praying, as we are believing God, pray, but watch. That's why I tell people, if you're believing God for a job, it is important. Okay, pray. Uh, I mean, just pray, but in the morning, go. I mean, check out, maybe online, check out at the job bank, which jobs are available. Mm-hmm. Is there a job for you? So be practical. You know, you are believing God for a relationship. You are believing God for a breakthrough. Then do position yourself. You know, put yourself in the right position so that whatever God wants to do will be effectively implemented because God partners with us. God works in partnership with us so that he fulfills that which he wants to fulfill in our lives in the name of Jesus. So, Miriam was watching by the side. What is going to happen? Is somebody going to pick up Moses? And God would give them another strategy. And, you know, she didn't even tell Pharaoh. She did tell Pharaoh's daughter, you know, let me go and uh -uh, let, let me go and call for you the mother of the child. No, 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 no. She said, let me go and call for you somebody to nurse. This was a young girl. What kind of wisdom? Friends, I believe God is empowering us with such divine wisdom, mm. such divine wisdom to know what to say and how to mm. say in mm. different circumstances, to know what to say and how to say it. Because sometimes we lose out on what God wants to do because of what we say and because of how we say it. Mm. Praise the name of the Lord. Amen. But, you know, this God is smart. This, somebody would think, oh, maybe she was lying. No, 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 she wasn't. She was guided by God. She was guided mm-hmm. by the Spirit of God. Oh, let me go and call for you somebody to keep the child, to nurse the child. And, you know, she went and called the mother. What great mm-hmm. wisdom. We need to pray for this wisdom in our families, at the place of work, you know, wherever we need. We need this kind of wisdom supernatural wisdom in the name of Jesus. And lastly, as we're going to pray, listen to this. They bring in Moses' mother and she is given a job to <laughs> breastfeed Moses. And Moses at an early age, he becomes a breadwinner in, in, in his family. He becomes a breadwinner even before he started working. <laughs> he started bringing in money because now mm. the mother is taking care of him at a fee, not just free of charge, at a fee. Every time mm. you press you keep the child, I will pay you. And they, they were paid handsomely. She was paid handsomely and the family was able to live. Friends, God is not limited on how he's going to provide for us. God is not limited. Look at this. The mother did not even think that Moses was the pathway. This baby was the pathway to the financial provision, was the pathway to, to, to the financial preparation, to the financial provision for our house. She did not know. She had no idea. Friends, 
God is able. That's why the Bible says, having Ephesians 3.20, he was able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all we ask, above all, exceedingly, abundantly, above all. God is not limited with provision. The Bible declares that silver and gold belongs to him. Silver and gold are of the Lord. You know, the earth and its fullness is of the Lord. I pray this morning that you will not be discouraged by the bills. You will not be discouraged by what? By the financial obligations. There is provision coming our way in the name of Jesus. If God can use this situation and provide an income, friends, God is able to provide for us. God is able to provide. And I feel in my spirit, provision is coming to somebody. Provision is coming to somebody. Provision is coming. You know, increased, increased, uh, you know, God is expanding our income streams. God is expanding our income streams in Jesus' mighty name. He's adding up, he's increasing in Jesus' mighty name. He's able, yes, he's able, he's able, Livia, he's able, God is able to do that, he's able. You know, God sometimes provides through ways we cannot even, we cannot even comprehend. That's why as a child of God, I want you to be open. I want you to be open to God. You know, sometimes I look up to God and I'm like, Wow, I I have this need. I don't even know how it's going to 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 be how it's going to to be worked on. But the, the truth I have is God is going to do it. I don't know, but God is going to do it. I don't know, but God is going to do it. You know, one time we were because we are running a school, we are buying you know just a plot of land, and in time it's very expensive, and we we needed like seventy million, which you know it was it was really hard to raise that money. And, and, and I tell you, friends, and, uh, I was ministering in the U.S. And in my understanding, I was like, God is going to open a door. God is going to do something. Friends, I went, I ministered to one of the, the big church and what, and all my friends were like, hey, God is going to bless you. God is going to do this, God. Uh, for you, you are now finished. My friends, I went and ministered to this big church predominantly white, you know, it's a great people, it's a, they are great people, but friends, I went there, and I only came out uh, of that church, a friend blessed me on a hundred dollars, and with all what people had, my friends had said, when, when I was planning to go there, I was like, mm, God, what is happening, and you know, I left the U.S. flew back to Uganda, but we were praying for this plot that God would do something. And listen to this. After, when I had even flown back, you know, the senior pastor writes an email to me and says, Henry, we feel led by the Spirit of God to stand with you. I don't know what you're going through. And this, uh, you know, but we want to stand with you. Pray. This Sunday, we are collecting an offering. We don't know how this offering is going to, we don't know how much it's going to be, but you know, for whatever, provide me with your banking uh, details, whatever is going to come out, we are going to uh, send it to you. Listen to this. We were contending for this boat. I wanted it for the school. Uh, some other guy from the Air Force wanted it. 
and he had, he had the money ready. He even called all the owners to come. One of the owners was living in another mm -hmm. district. He told them, you come and I want to pay you tomorrow. But as he went back to the barracks, I think he was called for deployment. So he never came. I think they flew him to Somalia. And you know, as you know, soldiers, they are always on, on order. So he didn't come back. So these people came and he was nowhere to be seen. And you know, I was among the least contenders because they said, ah, pastor, pastor, will he have the money to buy that, ah, pastor? So everyone was like, I was not the favorite actually to buy because they thought I didn't have the money. You know, two, three weeks, I mean, like two weeks from that, the pastor writes to me and said, Henry, we have seen something we have never seen in our church. When I told people to give, that we are standing with you, listen to what happened. The church in its history has never happened. We have given in that offering $20,700. $20,700. I tell you, I, 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 I fell down and I was like collapsing in the Holy Ghost. And I God, you are infinite in your ways. You are infinite in your provision. Friends, I share with you this to let you understand that God has various ways of providing for us. That's why our hearts should not be wearing out. You know, we don't just look at, um, we don't just look uh, for, for, you know, we don't, we don't, as you know, I love what Pastor Ruben said when he was praying, we don't put our trust in princes, in chariots. We don't put our trust in chariots. Our trust is in God. I'm speaking to somebody this morning that divine help is coming. Divine provision is coming. Divine provision is coming. You don't even know how that loan is going to be paid up. You don't even know how that financial obligation is going to be met. But divine provision is coming in the name of Jesus. If God can use a baby, you know, can use your baby to employ you, that is the mm -hmm. God. <laughs> you know, God, <laughs> uh -huh. you think your, your boss should be white, your boss should be somewhere, you know, <inaudible> you know, it should be this big, big company, big corporation. But, you know, let me tell you, some of you are about to get some baby bosses. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> some of us, you are about to get a baby boss. You know, the, 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 the baby boss is paying you, is sustaining you. That is God will serve in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Okay, we are going to pray in the name of Jesus. I just believe, I just feel, you know, I just feel the spirit of the Lord is moving in our hearts. I just feel, you know, the Lord is confirming something because friends, the word of God is powerful. The word okay. of God is not just ink. The word uh -uh. of God is power. The word of God activates our faith and our okay. prayer this week and, and today as we are on this altar let's connect with the God of this world, the God of all possibilities, the God who commands people to bring rescue, the God vision, the gods who nullifies, who nullifies the orders and say in the name of Jesus point number one, we are praying and cancelling the, 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 the spell of death the spell of premature death. The spell oh, of, of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Physical death, business death, career death, destiny death, 
we are canceling that. We are canceling that in the name of Jesus. Shall we pray? Father, we thank you for this morning. Thank you, thank Jesus. You for this altar. Thank you for this prayer altar. Thank you, Lord, that the, you are releasing us. Right now, thank you, thank you, thank you, Lord, for the provisions. We thank you, Lord, for flesh anointing upon our lives, Lord, in this altar. When the Spirit moved on the deep, on, when the Spirit of God moved and you commanded the light, there was light in breaking forth to somebody. Light is impending that darkness in the name of Jesus. Mm. Of speaking life, we are here in our fight and cancel every spell of death, every spell of the death, every spell of death. The to terminate Moses before he started. People were being hunted by the enemy to die before their time. Mm. We are we are to raise the petition. We are here to nullify in the name everything that the enemy has been planning. Everything that the enemy has been planning will nullify it in Jesus' name. We declare divine provision. We declare divine provision. In the name of Jesus. Divine wisdom. Wisdom in the name of Jesus. Strategies in Jesus' name. Let there be divine strategies. Let there be divine strategies. And above all, God, may you provide unto somebody this week. We declare supernatural miracles of provision. Supernatural increase. Supernatural favor. Supernatural favor. Supernatural favor. In Jesus' name. Natural Jesus' name. Somebody is breaking through. In Jesus' name, I am breaking through. In Jesus' name, increasing. Somebody is being stretched. Somebody is stretching forth. Somebody is increasing. In Jesus' name, you cannot achieve. You achieving it by the power of God. What the enemy said you cannot reach, you are reaching there by the power of God. Jesus' name, blessing. I speak breakthrough this week. I declare as you go for work that the Lord is crowning you with his praise. The Lord is crowning you with his favor. The Lord is crowning you in Jesus' name. And the Lord bless you. Thank you so much for listening to this sermon. And I know you've been blessed. For more information about Shiloh Tabernacle and other sermons, please visit our website www.shiloh.org.uk and don't forget to follow us on all our social media platforms Instagram, Twitter and Facebook at Shiloh LDN Once again, that's at Shiloh LDN You've been listening to Shiloh Tabernacle London Changing Lives, Building Dreams Until next time, God bless